Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 176. Welcome to EntrepreneurOnFire.com, where remarkable entrepreneurs share their inspiring story. Let their journey illuminate your path to success. And now, your host, John Dumas. Fire Nation, let's give it up for our sponsor today, Squarespace the go-to drag-and-drop site platform that lets you build a personal or business website that looks professional. Head over to squarespace.com slash onfire to start a free trial and use the offer code onfire for a 10% discount. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Casey Zeman. Casey, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am, John. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Casey has worked for the last three years in the online media space, providing online marketing solutions and tools for businesses from around the globe. He is also the creator of three online communities, YouTube Revealed, Vid Marketing, and Easy Webinar Plugin. I've given Fire Nation a little overview, Casey, but why don't you take a minute, tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then tell us about your business. Sure, no problem. Um, well, I, I started online about 2010, and it was right after I was in real estate for a while, um, but kind of the bubble burst, and then I had to figure something else out. So I went into uh, online marketing, and the, my passions actually for the longest time have been video. So uh, I went into actually doing things with uh, YouTube and video marketing. And then I rolled into doing uh, just more and more with, with online media as it relates to, to marketing. So that's kind of my background and, and where I went. So I, I've actually started offline doing a lot of consulting and then came online and created these communities and uh, sort of built up my customer base. Um, and uh, that's where I'm at today. You're definitely at an exciting spot, Casey. We have a lot of things to go over with these different online communities that you have, many of which I've delved into and got some great resources from. But before we do, we love starting these interviews off with a success quote. It gets that motivational ball rolling. It gets Fire Nation pumped up for that content that you're going to be sharing with us. So take it away. This is a really good one. This is from Gandhi. Uh, Everything worthwhile um, or every worthwhile accomplishment, big or little, has its stages of drudgery and triumph, a beginning, a struggle, and a victory. And I think that's, that sums up uh, kind of just persevering. And I, <laughs> that's the one thing that I can say about having an online business is that you just have to stay consistent, stay, uh, you have to build up an inner will. And I think that quote kind of sums that up. <laughs> I love that quote and I just love that mentality, Casey, because one of the things that Fire Nation listeners get the most out of is hearing entrepreneurs like yourself who have had to persevere, who have had to go through these valleys and these dips and these struggles, because it's not always obvious that entrepreneurs go through that and you just see them where they're at right now, successful on top of the world, rocking and rolling. You don't see the years that it took to get there. So that's why it's incredibly valuable And I'm really looking forward to delving into this topic with our next major topic, which is failure, which are struggles, obstacles, and challenges that as entrepreneurs, we face every single day. But 
Casey, I want you to take us back to a time when you really failed or when you really came up against an obstacle that you had to dig deep to overcome and share with us how you overcame that. Right when I was going and transitioning into trying to figure out something, this is before I started online, I I lost like uh, in 2009, well, actually 2008, that's when the bubble burst, right? So I was in real estate finance and I was doing really well. And then boom, you know, literally overnight when the recession hit, uh, our company went out of business and it was really just me and my, my friend, we were partners. So uh, for about a year and a half, we, I, I just struggled with little bits of, of doing the same thing uh, in finance, but then I had to find something else. So I was kind of battling like not having any money and switching over to being an entrepreneur and, uh, or rather I had to switch to a different job or, or do something. So I started looking online for building online leads. Anyway, that, that eventually led me to looking into online marketing and that led me into finding a tool that, that worked for me. And I found that YouTube was that tool. So in 2010, I started delving into YouTube and, and, and learning and consuming how to essentially put a video up and get leads or, or people watching that video and then tr drive that traffic back to something like a website, whatever. Uh, and I started learning that. And then I started getting clients with that. So my big struggle was the the process i think of just of just switching from one to the other like i didn't immediately come online i had to actually start with learning a skill which is youtube and then doing it as a consultant right then i started i was able to to build up these connections with other marketers and i got myself known a bit more uh, but again, it was not easy. And in fact, uh, when I, my community was coming out, I saw a lot of other people that were kind of working in the YouTube area. And I think the best thing that I could possibly say um, is, uh, you know, and th this goes back to that quote, is, is that even though, you know, you might see other people coming with a similar niche, similar to yours, uh, just keep pushing through. Uh, if, if, if someone else is in the market with a similar product that's yours, that just means it's a warm market. So, you know, that's, 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 uh, some of the things that I learned, but yeah, big failure was, uh, <laughs> the, the transition of almost losing my home, uh, in 2009, 2010. Um, uh, you know, I mean, we had our home modified, uh, our house loan modified literally because, uh, you know, just things got so bad. So it's just that it was that transition. Um, aside from that, um, uh, yeah, it was, it really is just about the first product that I ever created, which was YouTube revealed. And I think that I would have come out into the market a little earlier if I didn't have fear in my mind, you know, if I wasn't so kind of worried about what other people were doing. Um, and so that, that was sort of an obstacle or failure that I personally found. I get so many emails from people that say, John, like I have this idea, this product, this service that I'm working on or that I want to start working on, but I just am devastated because I was online the other day and, and I saw that somebody else is doing exactly what I want to do. 
And now I got to go find something else. And just like you had said earlier, you put it very eloquently, it's, it's a warm market at that point. And that's what a lot of listeners need to understand is that that's validation that people are out there making money or doing it or finding clients, finding their target market in these areas. So you can't just be scared away because somebody's doing something that you're doing. I mean, for Entrepreneur on Fire specifically, there were other people out there that were doing podcasts. And I just said, you know what? I know the exact niche that I want to go after, a daily podcast, sharing the journey of the entrepreneur. And I just put my blinders on and just went forward and did it, you know, taking in a lot of mentors and coaching along the way as well. So that's just a great insight that you brought up, Casey. And it really leads us into the next topic, which is the aha moment. Because just Mm -hmm. like we fail every single day, if you're entrepreneurial, you also have these great little light bulbs, these shining moments on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on certain levels. But take us back to a time, Casey, when you just really had this big light bulb that went off. And then share with us how you turned that light bulb moment into success. Well, I personally think that my aha moment came when I finally realized that my customers were my business. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Because a business isn't anything without a strong customer base. And um, and the moment I realized that, that you know, which I, I realized it sort of early on, I was kind of over uh, uh, worried and obsessed with like every single customer and my, you know, the reputation that I had. Uh, and I, I think that was the aha moment when I realized that it's not so much like, uh, w- like for instance, let me give you a list of like how a, a customer looks at a priority or how your business can, should be prioritized. Number one, um, it's your customer service. Okay. Number two is your product's quality. Number three is the price. And I think that's, that, that's kind of what a customer will look at when they look at your business. Uh, and I, I, I understood and figured it out after, you know, after taking some time that it wasn't so much my price. Like, you know, you know how oftentimes we have difficulty like saying, okay, what's the price going to be of this thing? Well, if you have strong customer service uh, and, and if your product works and people and it, it fixes a, a problem and, or rather solves a problem for someone, uh, the price is, is kind of the, th- the last priority. So my aha moment came when um, I, I started getting customers through the door but realized what we had to do to make sure the customers continued to come through the door. I think it was just we up, you know, having strong customer service uh, and uh, having quality products you know, that was kind of an aha moment for me. So Casey, take us down to the ground level because this is about your journey as an entrepreneur. This is your story. And we just want to be there with you during a certain breakthrough moment that you had. I mean, you just said, wow, this is exciting. This is working. I'm loving what I have created. Okay. When I started doing webinars uh, back in the beginning of, uh, I think it was actually, yeah, it was 2000. This last 2011 to 2012, um, I started doing webinars in my business, and that was kind of the aha moment, <laughs> um, the, an additional aha moment, because I realized uh, that I could make some serious money doing uh, uh, webinars. So I started doing these webinars with uh, joint venture um, partners and, um, and kind of honing my skills 
as doing the webinar. And the more I thought about, um, what a customer, like the, a, a journey that, you know, just telling a good story, the more and more, mm-hmm. um, my webinars did just better and better. In fact, uh, yeah, in 2011, 2012, I, I did like in six months, I did like over a hundred thousand in just these like joint venture webinars every so often. So, you know, back at, at that time, that was, I was really, that was kind of an aha moment when I was like, Oh my gosh, this really does work. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, th- like this can, this can actually work. And then in 2012, I started getting passive income from my products that were already out there in the market. So I went actually from doing joint venture webinars into having now, you know, waking up and seeing that, you know, people have bought the product and that's, that's a, that's a great feeling, you know, that you go from sort of, you know what you have to do to make the money, but then you have the passive as well. So, um, I think to the, the biggest aha moment was webinars, just realizing like doing webinars and seeing that I could like, you know, do like 10, 15,000 in a webinar was, uh, was a pretty aha moment. And it was just a question of like tweaking a, a story, just making it so it just connects with the audience so they understand what, why they, you know, why they might want to get this product. That's wonderful, Casey. And for me, I just keep hearing webinars over and over again. And I've recently had both Lewis Howes and Sean Malarkey on the show, two guys who are just such webinar kings, and they just do so many great webinars with so many other people. And for me, and for a lot of the listeners, they just are thinking to themselves, wow, webinars sound great and all of that. But man, that's freaky. You're like in charge. You're like managing a room of up to a thousand people that are just listening to your every word. And you're having to divulge everything in a very understandable manner. So really take us to that first webinar that you gave. I want to just kind of just be in your head and like see what, what was going through your mind and then how you progressed as to where you really were just like, okay, this is exactly what I need to do. This, this rocks. Well, the first webinars I ever, ever did, I, I actually started speaking. This, so if you're going to do a webinar, a good thing to do is get a speaking gig and just get some get some PowerPoint presentation slides up on us on us on a slide, you know, on a on, on PowerPoint, and and just teach something. You know, that was my first thing. That was, and I never sold when I went and spoke at events. You know, I spoke at events at video marketing. I just shared my passion of video marketing. I shared what what could people could do, how it could solve a problem. You know, and that was the how I started with it. Uh, um, let's see. So, but when I started selling with it, the first time I ever sold on a webinar, I remember I was back in Iowa because I live in LA. Um, but m- my wife and I, we were in Iowa visiting her family and I was just on my laptop. Um, I was kind of in this back trailer room type of thing. <laughs> uh, cause she, you know, we live they, they're, they're on a farm. So I had like crazy, like heaters and radiators going on and it's just like <laughs> loud and just, just like, it, I didn't have a double screen like I always now I use double screen so I can read my notes while I do my webinar. So right. it's very kind of, you know, it's, it's well scripted. It's 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 it's, you know, it's I, I know what I'm doing with my webinars now. But back then I had a lot of like, you know, had to go back to the slide and I'm like, OK, wait a minute. Oh, oh, here we OK. And <laughs> so, yeah. So anyway, as I was saying, YouTube is really cool, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. Um, but really it's 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 kind of taking s- someone through an experience but when when yeah. i when i first did it um 
you know, we had, I had a, a, like 250 people on, right, on the webinar. Um, and in my opinion, it did not go that well. Like, I, I think we sold like uh, maybe 3,000 bucks on that webinar. Um, but literally I was like, ums and, and, and I was just, you know, it was, it was, uh, <laughs> it was an interesting process. Um, <laughs> but you, you have to start somewhere and you can't beat yourself up. You have to go through that learning curve of, of just doing a webinar, getting in there and going through and telling a story. You just, you don't have to make it complex because people aren't interested in complex. You know, the fewer, you know, even fewer slides is a good thing. Few slides key points and, you know, giving good solid value. And then, and then it, the product should sell itself by the end saying, you know, if you want to learn how to do this quickly, then come join my course type of thing. You know, I mean, it really shouldn't be a difficult process, but back then that's when I, I was actually selling a course for 197 and then I turned around and sold it, um, actually for 497, uh, three, two to three months later and did a much bigger webinar at that time. Uh, that one I think was, I think we did like 10 to 15,000 at that time. And then I started pu putting more value on what I do. And that was also an aha moment where it's like, you know, you, you apply more value based on the time and the efforts that you put in. So, so yeah, th those are some sort of changes and growth moments that I, that I had gone through. And I love how you keep saying you need to tell the story because that's what I keep harping at Entrepreneur on Fire is that it's all about the journey. And I love when entrepreneurs like yourself, Casey, come on and really share these personal moments of the story, of the journey, because not only is it incredibly informational, but it's very inspiring for all these listeners to really hear and be going through these difficult moments you had and these questions and, you've, and these fears and then how you did overcome them. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no problem. You know, it's just something that we all go through. We're all, we all go through the same journey, I think. So Casey, have you had an I've made it moment? I don't think we ever have an I've made it moment. Um, I, I think we're always struggling, striving, I think is a better word, striving to keep going uh, up and up and up. So um, I, and I always think that you should never rest on your laurels. Like, you know, I mean, I, I definitely have moments where, okay, now I'm, I'm making $250 a day. Oh, now I'm making $1,000 a day. You know, like I've had those moments where it's like, okay, those are earmarked, like, okay, important moments that I should be definitely uh, checking out. But you're always striving to do better more and more. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think I can, you can never say that you've made it because, you know, you have to always adapt and hold that position. So, um, so to answer your question, no, I don't. I don't think that I've. I've. I feel like, oh, I've made it. You know, <laughs> I think that I feel like I'm in a good position to where I. I. I know that my business can grow, and it can grow as an online business. As a, well, we have a software, and we have you know, my personal training uh, programs and coaching. So I just know that I'm at a place where as long as I continue to provide value, then it's going to continue to grow. Like, so I've gone beyond like, oh no, am I gonna, I'm not going to make any money. I've, I've gone into, <laughs> I've gone into, I know that I can continue to make money because of what I've built up and I can continue to um, make it better and better and better. Does that make sense? 
That makes a ton of sense. And I just love this question because every entrepreneur looks at it differently, Casey. Some say, John, I've had an I've made a moment every single day this year. Other people will say, John, I'll never have an I've made a moment because that will denote the end of my journey and I never want my journey to be over. And I love how you put it because it's all about these milestones that you're hitting and really appreciating and enjoying those moments because it is all about the journey and it's not so much about the fact that I've made it. And for people like yourself and myself who experienced both the boom and the bust of real estate, we know how quickly things can be snatched uh-huh. away from us. So we're not going to be, as you put it, resting on our laurels. So I love yeah. that. Yeah, no, I, I was very comfortable when I was in real estate. And uh, and then, you know, just when you have something like that pulled out from underneath you, you know, it's... Uh, it is, it is a, you know, you kind of, okay. And you know, you're like a cat, you know, that's like having, you're like a cat who doesn't want to like fall off a roof, but he's like waiting. <laughs> he's like expecting that someone's going to push him off a roof or something. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think you're, you know, it's, it's never, you don't ever want to rest on your laurels because that's when you're going to miss something. Uh, in my opinion. Um, I know that that's, uh, hard to say, like it's, but you should take comfort in what you do and what you've created, like take a moment for yourself and say, wow, I've actually done this. But at the same time, I think there's always growth. There's always the journey. So totally. And let's move into the present time of your journey, Casey. Let's talk about a couple things right now that are just really exciting you about things that are going on in your world. Personally, I love speaking at events, uh, and I think I, I love speaking at events because it allows me to kind of geek out and talk about what I'm personally passionate about, you know, video or th- different like strategy stuff. Like I love talking about strategy, um, how you can strategize to, to make your business better or, or how you can connect with your audience a bit more, you know, those different types of strategies. So I personally um, get excited when I can show someone something and that they've really never seen before and, and or solve a problem, you know, and then they have an aha moment. I love that. I love when I can show an aha moment. Yes. Uh, you know, to, to just reveal something to somebody and they're like, whoa, I've never actually seen them. That's so cool. You know, um, that excites me. Uh, and I, I like the live aspect because I can see it in their faces. You know, when, they, when someone sees something new that they, they don't know about. Um, I remember I was speaking on stage with Mari Smith and a few other people on a panel. And, uh, and, and, you know, there were some really big people on there, like digital uh, marketers for Qualcomm and, and all sorts of other stuff. Like this was at a, at a B2B a conference. And all, there was like about 500 people in the audience. And most of the questions that were coming through were all about video. So I was the one that was answering most of them. Um, and it was just, it's, it was, that was an interesting moment because in my life because I was like, wow, this video thing is not going to back down. Like <laughs> Mari was talking about Facebook, right? But everybody kept coming back to video. And I think that's why Mari put out uh, the, the video thing this year uh, yeah. because she just realized that it was like, okay, video is it. Uh, so I love it when I can look at, just show someone something and they get excited, I get excited. It's my geek out moment. So, And Casey, what's your vision for the future? My goals are in the future are to inspire people through finding their own voice, uh, finding their own story. And uh, the more I can go to events and talk about those things, 
the more I can bring people into my different online communities that kind of hold to that, um, you know, the better. It's just, it's really just about empowering, inspiring other people to, to take action with the tools that are out there so that they can actually, um, you know, do, do what I'm doing, but doing it for themselves. So I want to, my biggest thing is I want to empower people to use video and like webinars and things like that to, to really transform their business, like have video as a window to into their business. And uh, the more people I can help do that with, the better. Let's take a minute now to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Fire Nation, every budding entrepreneur needs a stellar website. Don't be intimidated. You don't need to be a pro at building those things. Squarespace has you covered with their drag and drop technology. Let Squarespace help you create the perfect site. Pick one of their gorgeous designs and add your own images, content, and anything you want to sell in an online store. Your site will automatically adapt to fit any device and you can push everything out to your social media accounts as well. Your new Squarespace account will come with award-winning 24-7 support with cloud hosting and real-time analytics. Sign up for a year and get your domain for free. This is great news for bloggers, designers, professionals, and new business owners alike. Support Entrepreneur on Fire by going to squarespace.com slash on fire and start a free trial with no credit card required. When you do decide to buy, enter offer code on fire and get a 10% discount. That's squarespace.com slash on fire. Offer code on fire. Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. So Casey, let's transition to my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to ask you a series of questions, and you come back with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Yeah, yeah. That (laughs) sounds, I'm nervous, but it sounds like a plan. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Fear. Fear of failure. Fear, Fear of not succeeding what if you know fear of not being able to feed my family fear of i have to pay a mortgage bill how am i going to do this so everything that uh was holding me back was um was fear-based and then you know also the technical like just not knowing how to do something you know those two things were kind of like what were my stumbling blocks like i had a little literally teach myself everything about you know an online business but not only that like how to create a website or how to at least use, you know, online tools like autoresponders and, you know, WordPress and everything, you know, just like Infusionsoft. I mean, like that stuff is not easy. So no, it was, it was, it was fear, but, but then it was also the technical aspects as well. What is the best business advice you've ever received? When you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> that uh, that's that, that's. Um, I, I think that uh, you know, you have to just again. I I have to go back to persistence, and you just have to continue on the direction that you're taking, um, and uh, and always always think about your customers and realize that you know. You can scale up your business later on, but you don't have to start with thousands of customers right out of the gate. You can actually literally have 10 customers and just putting value on what you're doing and making sure that, number one, also that you're kind of covering your family. You know, I, I, I also think that you need to protect your family and 
make sure that they're taken care of uh, bef- while this journey is going on. So, you know, um, so I think, uh, you know, a good, a good bit of business advice is obviously stay persistent, but at the same time, um, make sure that uh, you, you, can, you can figure out a way to monetize, you know, right away, right out of the gate, you know, um, you know, whether it's, whether it's coaching, whether it's like, uh, um, doing, um, consulting, you know, um, building websites, you know, whatever, whatever you're, you're kind of good at and scaling it down to like a few clients and then scaling it up later on. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually love teamwork. I don't know if you know teamwork. Um, it's a, it's a www.teamworkpm.net. And, uh, it, I, I personally use it because it helps us to know what tasks are being done, uh, with our team so that our team, every time a task is, uh, accomplished, um, you can, you can set a time for a task. So like I can say to my developers, I can say, Hey, uh, this is a really cool feature. Let's add this in, and I'm going to give you five days to f- to do it. <laughs> so it's really cool because you can track all of um, all of the different tasks, and 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 really, it's it's a way that you can work with anyone in the world, essentially, right? And it's a hub where all everybody can go to. It's almost like Basecamp, if you know Basecamp. Um, but Teamwork PM goes even deeper, and you can assign. Uh, different times uh, for something to get accomplished. And it's just an, a really great way to organize a team of people if you're, you know, if you're doing everything virtually. Well, we will be linking this up with everything else in the show notes, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Casey Zeman. So Casey, if you could recommend one book for Fire Nation, what would it be? Well, you know what? Actually, before I became an entrepreneur, my wife, we would her favorite book is The Alchemist. So I have to go back Love to The that. Alchemist. Yeah, I, I think it just, it, it holds true no matter what. You know, when you want something, all the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. I, and I think that, you know, uh, you are a part of that goal. Like y- your journey, you might not think, you, you may have day, days that you're down or, or that you're, you're like, what did I accomplish today? You know, y- you might feel like, you're not there, but every single day you get closer to your goal, you know? Uh, and then the other thing is that your goal changes within, with, with time, you know, your goals will, uh, will morph. Um, and I like that the alchemist is kind of like the, the universe will help you to, to, to finalize those goals, you know, like, yeah, so that's, I, I have to say the alchemist is a, is a really good book to, for, for anyone actually going on a journey. Such a classic. Yeah. So Casey, I know you were up all night stressing out about this next question, but it's my (laughs) favorite, so I have to ask it to you, but you can take your time, digest, and then come back with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you do not know anyone. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay, next seven days. Oof, this is a tough one. Well, <laughs> all right, first off, if I know my niche, let's say I already know my niche, okay? Um, the first thing I would do is I'd regi- register a domain and get, get a hosting company to host a website, 
<laughs> that's the first thing. Um, I would probably spend seven bucks for that a month. Maybe, maybe let's let's say let's say fifteen dollars a month to do that. Get a domain and a hosting company and get a website up. I can do all of that for fifteen dollars. I would then get an autoresponder like Aweber, which costs nineteen dollars a month. I then get Optimized Press, which is a uh, you know James Dyson's um, uh, WordPress theme, where I can create sales pages and landing pages and things like that. Right. Um, I would get that. That costs ninety-seven bucks. I would then get Wishlist, which also costs ninety-seven dollars, and that's a membership platform. So now let's see. I'm at two nineteen uh, plus. So I'm probably at like two thirty right now as to what I've spent so far. Uh, I'd also get ScreenFlow for Mac. Love because ScreenFlow. I, yeah, I'm hoping I'll have a Mac in this new world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Apple is there. Of course it's it is. It's identical. It's right. identical. Okay. So, yeah, so I'd get Mac uh, or ScreenFlow, which costs 97 bucks. So now we're at like $330. Um, I would then also get Amazon S3, Okay, uh, which is a video hosting company, and I get that because I want to put videos inside my membership site that are proprietary, that can't be seen anywhere else on the web except inside my membership site. So I would get Amazon S3, uh, and while getting Amazon S3, I'd also look into getting like a video player, like Easy S3 or Easy Video Suite. Uh, now that actually Easy Video Suite costs a little bit more. It costs like I think you can get it for two ninety seven. Um, so we might be at our our limit there, but that's actually all I would need uh, because then what I would do um, is I would spend my time making video modules about five minutes a piece of my passion, whatever my goals are. Like like if I'm doing, you know, if if I build guitars, let's say, I, I'd actually start making tutorials, five-minute tutorials on how to do something. And I would put all that in a membership site. Um, I would also make videos that I would put out to get traffic. So I'd make videos on YouTube. So I'd have two different types of videos. I'd have videos that people will see on the front end with YouTube, and then videos that once people come through into my membership site, are for members only, right? So what I would do on YouTube is I would create uh, videos like FAQs, like commonly known, like commonly asked questions about like guitars. And then I'd filter all that traffic into a free gift that I was giving away. Um, and uh, that would be linked up with my autoresponder so that I could start building in leads eventually I'd want to sell to those people. So I'd lead those people back into a membership site. So that was, that would be one way. You'd right? be a busy and, man in seven days. Let's I, be honest. I, I, I've had, okay. So <laughs> I've, I've actually done coaching for, for people that in seven days, they got all this, this stuff. They bought all this, right. And they put it together, but they also got my webinar software. So all they would need for my webinar software is Amazon S3. They need an autoresponder so that you know once they use my webinar software, they can hook it up to their own autoresponder so that they can uh, add that person to their list. And then they would use the 
web, my webinar software, which is Easy Webinar Plugin, to capture the leads and then drive people into a webinar where they would sell on that webinar. So that's another way to do it. But I've literally had coaching students where they're like, start me from the beginning. What do I do? And I'm like, go get Aweber. That's your autoresponder because you need to capture leads. Uh, get a website and use Optimized Press for that website. Also get Wishlist because you probably want to have a membership site. Um, and that's, that's, that's really what you, you have to do. And personally for me, video is where it's at. So that's why I'd go right directly to getting uh, a screen capture software like ScreenFlow or Camtasia to start making those videos. And, and that's, that's, what I would, that's what I would do at that point. Of course, nothing costs, you know, to go to Facebook doesn't cost anything to start right. building traffic there. Going to LinkedIn doesn't cost anything to get traffic there. I'd find people inside YouTube that were in my like-minded niche uh, and communicate with them, uh, go to their channel, respond to them, get them to see what you're doing, to show them the value that you have. Go to Facebook and make personal connections with people, not canned spam connections, but personal connections with people in your like-minded communities. Uh, go to events, talk to people personally. Um, that would, when, once you start doing that and you connect with people on a one-to-one -one real level personally, that's when things change. That's when uh, you are brought into a, a new circle. So you obviously have to get your kind of back end working so that you can send them along and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. But once you do uh, and, and you start connecting personally with people, those things start to fire and fire quickly. Casey, we have been taking furious notes this whole time. So thank you for sharing all this incredible actionable advice. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance then share with us how we can connect with you and your company, and then we'll say goodbye. I would say this because video is my passion. I would say everybody has an audience. So if you've been thinking that you don't want to do video because you're worried that you can't connect with people, that you're not like vibrant or vivacious like you hear other people are or see other people doing, uh, and, and you feel, well, that's just not me. Well, don't worry. Um, you don't have to be anything but yourself. And, and that's the beauty of, of, uh, of this world that we're living in is that everybody has an audience. Someone who might connect with you won't necessarily connect with me because they feel you, you. They understand you. So there's one thing, one piece of advice I can say is always be yourself when you're doing anything online. Don't try to uh, be a different persona and uh, and just be the best self that you can be. That's the biggest thing I can say. Just be the happiest and the best part of you personally. Not Joe Schmo. Don't go and try to you know be like the guy that sells mattresses down the street. Okay. Don't be that guy. Okay. The crazy. I'm a mattress guy. No. Be yourself, <laughs> but just be the best you you can possibly be. That's the advice that I can say. Um. So and then if anybody wants to get a hold of me. Uh, or learn more about what I have. Um, I have easywebinarplugin.com, which is a webinar platform, as well as uh, we have 
uh, YouTube Revealed as well, which is all about YouTube, and it's a coaching program uh, where I combine where I can actually combine both um, my webinar software and YouTube. It's kind of a, a, a video traffic conversion strategy that I put together. So if you're interested to learn more, you can go there or just Facebook me, Casey Zeman, and, uh, and connect with me on, on you know, social media platforms and, and say hi. Say, hey, I heard you on um, you know, Entrepreneur on Fire. And I'll definitely respond because I'd like to respond to everybody. Casey, well, I will be linking all this up in the show notes, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Casey Zeman. Thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Thanks, everybody. Fire Nation. My first book, Podcast Launch, is now live at Amazon. In this book, I share all and have created a step-by-step process for launching your podcast. The FIRE bonus is 15 video tutorials that I included with the purchase. You join me as I walk us step-by-step through each process visually, and by the end, you will be a podcasting pro. Pick up your copy at podcastlaunch.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.